What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Roberti here. In this episode, we are going to talk about appearing on other people's podcasts. How do we find podcasts to appear on and then use our podcast appearances to grow our businesses? That's going to be the main topic of this episode. We are joined by a guest who is a global writer, entrepreneur, podcaster, traveler, and the founder of Ready Entrepreneur. She is a former diplomat, consultant, and corporate executive. She prepares aspiring entrepreneurs to understand how to take advantage of technology and global resources to achieve lifestyle freedom by starting their own online businesses. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Case Lane. Case, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Case, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And so many people have come on the show and... It's just podcasting is really powerful regardless of whether you are the host or if you are the guest. And I do think people should pursue both of those. I do talk more about being a host. I've got the free five-day podcast launch mini course, which we should have somewhere in the show notes. But we're talking about being a guest on other people's shows because that's an easier way to get in for people who don't want to do the host-related work. So I'm wondering what the process is for finding podcasts that would take us on and their shows because you've got the big shows that uh, maybe they're getting so many pitches, they're so busy, but there's these other opportunities. Where do we find those? Yes, absolutely. You know, the big shows are wonderful. Of course, everybody wants to We can't help. And they're all I've been try to speak up that means there are plenty of places for you to be a guest on a podcast across this entire world of categories and so on so the trick is finding the podcast and what i use is a combination of the podcast directories and search and social media so i'll talk about the directories first so the challenge with finding podcasts comes from the fact that the directories which are the places where podcasts are listed so that's what we call directories those directories are not sort of the robust search engines that Google is or something or Amazon and so on. These are just places that list podcasts that allow podcasters to put all the podcasts there. So what you're getting then is this long list of podcasts where they're not really searching by the descriptions or any really finesse. It's really just around the title of the show, sometimes around the episode title as well. What you need to do is all direct different that's first thing when you there's some for example when you go here the first thing you need to think about is what are the keywords you're searching for mm-hmm. so depending what your topic is you go there you use the search and you get that first group of podcasts you know a list that's returned you make a note of that list and then you have to start searching each one one by one so what i like are the directories that give you when you initially get the search results you want to see the podcast description Actually, this one thing I always say, say first, check the last episode date, <laughs> the last mm, episode That's date. good. Because there's one thing to remember is podcasting is, it's new, and there's a lot of people who put up podcasts and maybe only put up an episode or two and haven't come back to it. Yeah. And so out of that list of nearly 2 million, there's a lot that are inactive. So you put in your search word terms, your keywords, some results come back. You look at the first one, check the last episode date. I actually give it sometimes about six months if there's been an episode in the last six months because you never know if a podcast has just taken a break or something like that. If it, and then you read the description. If the description looks good, if it matches your topic, 
look at the episodes if they're you're looking for interviews remember so if you want to be you want to see if that podcaster does interviews if every episode's only five minutes long yeah might not be the right show for you so check for that and then when you see if it all lines up then the next step is you're going to look for the contact information and so you're now i'm assuming earlier you you've created your pitch you know what you want to say and so on so you're reaching out to the podcaster with an email and you're going to find that information usually on their website. It's the first place I check because a lot of podcasters now, especially because they get a lot of pitches, they have guest request forms. Mm -hmm. So you actually have to fill out a form and that's actually good. It, now, some people don't like it because you spent all your time creating a beautiful pitch email and now you got to figure out how to slot into the email or whatever, you know, into their form. But I think it's great because it actually shows the podcaster is looking for guests. So you could fill out the form. If there's no form, look for an email address, uh, look on their contact page, on their uh, just a regular website contact us page. I know sometimes people think, oh, you know, that's gonna go some nowhere. <laughs> but I've had you know, luck with that. People have come back and, and, say, and said, yes, you know, you, they, they, from that page. And if all that, if it's no information at all, there's no website, then the, I, social media. Now, I know some people like to go to social media first. But I feel that the email is a more direct approach because you can put your full pitch in an email. With social media, you're not quite sure what you have to do. If you could reach out to them and so on, you might not be able to really you're trying to do it. Some podcasters may don't want their social media feed full of, you know, pitches. So <laughs> I always start, first of all, with looking for that email and then going from there to social media. And then the, the, you just then are waiting for a response. I give it time because, again, like you said, so many people are getting pitches all the time. And it doesn't necessarily mean if you don't hear from them within a week or two or three or months even, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll never hear from them. It's just that they're working their way through a lot of pitches. So you want to make sure you give it some time and keep going through the list because, again, it's a long, long list of podcasters. Don't get upset if somebody doesn't get back to you. You've got, you know, there's thousands more to go through to reach out to and to find people but you've got to work your way through this process. It's, you know, this is the do-it-yourself process. There's, mm -hmm. all, there's all sorts of firms and, and, and PR agencies and so on that do it as well. But the do-it-yourself process really allows you then to have that direct relationship with the podcaster. I mean, do-it-yourself. The relationship is really important because I get pitched a lot. And if it's someone reaching on behalf of someone, it means, I mean, to me, I usually don't take those pitches because yeah. unless I know the person who's reaching out on the behalf of the other person, but in most cases, I don't take those pitches because that person didn't reach out to me. It's just someone yes. like you, like as a podcaster, you pick these things up. And when someone takes the effort to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation, that's where, okay, you're more likely to be on the show. Now, yes. I am wondering, do you take a, a little bit each day type of approach with this, or do you bulk all the work on one day of the week? Yeah, the way I started, when I first decided to do the, the podcast approach for interviewing and building my audience and so on, I was promoting a book. So what I did then, I was actually doing podcast research every single day, seven days a week. I set aside two hours. Now, I know it's a lot, but I was trying to get a lot of interviews because I was doing a book tour. and once you get the hang of it, it's not as bad as it, as it you know, it does. It depends on what you really, how many people you're looking for. I have to say that 
you're going to go through a long list of podcasters to get to the ones that will actually interview you. <laughs> but the interviews are so valuable. And they're not just a one-off thing. I go back and I repost about interviews. If I'm talking about something or I see something um, happening in the world that I talked about or whatever, I say, hey, I, I talked about that on so-and-so's interview, you know, podcast. You go back and I'll send the, put the link in there again. So think of it as is you're putting in all this time to be creating an asset. And it's an asset that you can use again and again. Obviously, it's owned by the podcaster, but they, have, they don't mind if you're putting links out there all the time to their show. So, you know, if you have that chance to reuse it, to refer to it, to put it in your newsletters and things like that, you want to keep using it. So it's a really good investment of your time. And it gives you this incredible insight to what's going on in your, you know, topic world. <laughs> like you may, because like, I'm researching all these podcasts around, you know, that entrepreneurs are doing and so on. And I'm looking at their websites and I'm seeing it, oh, I'm getting good ideas. <laughs> and, and I have, like, some of these interviews have led to other collaborations. So you're really building your business. This is an effort that you're putting in to actually build your business and, and, and grow your network as well as grow your audience. I mean, when you are on another podcast, it's instant authority and just be able to reshare that interview again and again, further cements that authority, especially for people who maybe they learned about you a few days ago. And these do lead to collaborations. I've had some people on the show. I've been on their summits. They've been on my summits. They've done stuff with me like beyond the summit. So like maybe a social media cross promotion. There's a lot of different ways you can expand, but the big thing with guest podcasting, a lot of people wonder because two hours a day is a big investment. Of course, yeah. Candace was doing this for her book launch. So there's a little bit more of a time sensitive uh -huh. factor there. So you don't have to be doing this two hours a day, but there is still a time commitment. So how do we make sure we are getting the ROI? How do we make sure we are getting on the shows, being able to get the results we're looking for, whether it be sales, uh -huh. visibility or something else? Yeah, I think you, you have to track it. It's all, of course, it's going to be different for everybody. But what you want to do is set some goals for yourself. So set the goal around how many shows you want to the shows when you actual at all is going to be but you can't have the, the numbers of how many people you're reaching out to. The thing you also want to do is that you're very clear about having your call to act, what you want people to do, where you want them to follow up with you, your social media, things like that, so that you can then track and see. You know, for me, it's I go back and look at, say, the Amazon rankings to see where my book is on the day mm. that I know a show has come out and see if that, you know, there was interest that sparked a, a, maybe a couple of sales that day. Um, or you can look at people coming in and reaching out to you on social and saying, I heard you on a show. So it's going to be person, you know, situation by situation, business by business, but come up with a set of goals and then the different metrics that you're going to track going forward so that you can tell if it's worth it for you. But again, remember, you might not really manifest in the first time it's, you know, the episodes out there because the great thing about podcasting is podcasts live forever. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, they're out there, the episodes are there and somebody new to podcasting might just be searching for various topics of something and just randomly pick interviews to listen to. One of them could be yours months after the first time that it was you know, posted. So it's such a great opportunity because this is just, it's not like in the past where a radio show disappeared or a TV show was on the schedule just once and things like that. 
the podcast episode is completed, it is posted, and you assume as long as that podcaster is paying for hosting or, you know, so that it's going to be out there indefinitely. And that's why when you're searching for podcasts, you want to check if they're active or not, because a podcaster can just do even if they do 100 episodes, maybe that's going to be the end of it. So you, you do want to know if it's active, but it's, it's amazing how this is something that really lasts a long time. Yeah, I mean, that's just one of the things about podcasting. It's not just when the episode goes live, but there's so much more uh, runway to it. Like the podcast episode stays on. It's something you're able to reshare. And as you get on more podcasts, you see a little bit here, a little bit there, and compounding growth because, again, all these episodes stay up forever. And you can have a really strong push, get the book sales you need, get the goal that you want, but it's important to have that goal in mind. What is the main point of you being on the podcast? What are you trying to do here? And then how many podcasts do you want to be on? How many do you want to pitch to? I mean, having goals and doing what Case has been sharing with us uh, as our interviews unfolded is really important for seeing those podcast guest appearances happen more often and to see meaningful results. Case, this has been such an amazing interview. For who want to follow you, where do you suggest we go? Yes, please uh, come over to readyentrepreneur.com. That's my website. All the information is there. And you can also follow me on social at readyentrepreneur or at Case Lane on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We will have those links in the show notes. Case, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks so much for having me. It was great to be here.